0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast. I'm your host Tanner Hirsch, and today we are going to be talking about the movie which is probably my favorite movie of the year and also the movie that inspired me to work out for exactly one day, Creed Two. This movie is a good example of a sequel expanding upon the ideas established in, the, in its first film, which is saying a lot because this is technically the eighth film in a series. I never really watched the Rocky movies as a kid, but... They are so ingrained in pop culture, and talking about them, I would get the general idea of it. And I've seen a lot of clips to kind of fill me in, but it's not really required to see them, as long as you see the first Creed film. Adonis Creed is a great protagonist, not only for his character, but also because he represents a new generation of fighter for this new generation of people coming in to see these films who are kind of familiar with the Rocky movies, the same way that Donnie Creed is familiar with the legacy of both his father, Apollo Creed, and Rocky Balboa, his trainer. We don't need to know everything that happened in the past that made our parents and our teachers the way they are, but we know some, and it's still what's driving them, which plays a big role in the movie. The film is all about Donnie Creed, who becomes the world boxing champion at the beginning of the film, and he's challenged for his title by the son of Ivan Drago, the man who killed his father in Rocky IV. The one thing I thought was interesting going into this film was that from the trailers, it seemed that they were going to be showing that him and Bianca would be having a child. And he was already going to be a father along with being the champion, which would have felt underwhelming and unrewarding to find out. But No the movie deals with him and Bianca finding out that they are pregnant, going through the uncertainty and the fear of having a child, since there is a chance that the child will be deaf like her mother Bianca. But it also has the love and excitement of having a child. Without giving too much away, the support that Adonis and Bianca give each other felt very real, even when they disagree on how to do something sometimes, whether it's moving to L.A. to help pursue Bianca's music career, or just Adonis continuing to fight. Which would have felt like in a lesser film, they would just bring up the same problems from the first film, like Bianca not understanding why Creed has to fight, or Creed not supporting her and her music. Their relationship has grown and even changed, and... Even, they are giving each, even when they are given emotional grenades to deal with, they get through it together. The Drago family also has a lot of emotional turmoil in this movie, which really helps when you want to make an effective villain. Since losing to Rocky and Rocky IV, which was set during the height of the Cold War, everyone who supported Drago, even his baby mama, has left him, leaving to raise his son Victor alone in bitter resentment. He trains his son to win back the title to bring back honor and respect to him in this now Soviet Union-less Russia. Victor Drago has definitely fed on his father's anger and resentment over the loss that Rocky dealt out to him. And they both want to defeat Creed so they can, in a way, beat Rocky. Beat their legacy. Which leads to an awesome confrontation between Rocky and... Trago in the middle of Rocky's Restaurant, even though it's not a physical confrontation, just knowing the history and the hatred that these two have for each other, may, even to someone like me, who hasn't really seen all the films, knew exactly what that moment meant. And it was very powerful to watch. Now, but we learn throughout the film that there is more to driving them than revenge, particularly with Victor's mother leaving them, and when she shows up again, when they become people of note again. It doesn't really bring them the closure that they wanted, which is kind of one of the running themes of this film. This mirrors Donnie's own story in the film. Not only does he want some sort of revenge over Drago for taking his father away from him, possibly even resenting him for the hardships in his life, like how Drago now blames Rocky. But we learn that there is more to that then, of course. While Donnie becomes champion, we learn that he is scared of defending his title, living up to his father's legacy, and his trainer and surrogate father, Rocky's. There's a particular scene where he gets the championship belt and he sees all the pictures of all the previous champions. Now, keep in mind, this is in a fictitious world where... Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed don't exist in our world, but they're still on the championship belts. And it's kind of a nice moment where he kind of realizes, like, is he going to be able to live up to that legacy? Which is acted beautifully by Michael B. Jordan. And I can't stress enough how well of a job he does in this film, not only living up to the legacy that is... The Rocky films with the training montages but also just the powerful acting that he gives with this very reserved yet very driven person we get to see a lot more of his vulnerability especially when he's taking a punch and being beaten down by this physically superior being that is Victor Drago Now, this does lead him to making some rash decisions that have several backfires. Rocky doesn't want Creed to fight because Rocky blames himself for not stopping the fight between Drago and Apollo back in Rocky IV, which led to his death, and he doesn't want to go through that same thing again, which nearly destroys Donnie's trust in him and creates a rift between the two characters. Rocky is also struggling with the fact that he has his own son, and that he has not talked to him in so long. And he now knows that he has his own son of his own. And he hasn't met him yet, and he's afraid of speaking to him, thinking that time and the distance has kind of driven them apart, and there's nothing more for them to talk about. Which is really quite sad. Now... I'm going to be talking about some spoilers, so before I get into that, just a couple more things I like. Um, I really love the fighting in this film, where it's very, I love films that really get into the technicalities of uh, the fighting, which makes it easier for you to follow along so you understand like why each hit is important. That's why having a great supporting cast, like, giving commentary during a fight, you can understand what exactly is going on. And they do this so well with such likable characters that all care for each other. And it makes the fight scenes in this film all the more intense, even though there's only three of them. And, like, then, of course, there's the training montage uh, at the end of Act 2 of this film, Which is just awesome. Training montages in Rocky films and also the Creed films are great. And they always serve as a purpose for not only for the character to uh, get ready for the fights, but it's also kind of a triumph in its own to go through hardships and to come out better. And that's what the training montages in Rocky and Creed are meant to represent. And it does it very well. And I think it does it extremely well when it makes you and the audience want to work out for a little while. Which I'm trying to, so I might have to see that movie again in order to really get that ingrained in my head. But enough of that. So if you haven't seen this movie already, uh, go watch it already. And come back and we can watch... Oh, you're back now. You stopped the film. Okay, well... Uh, cool. Well, the final fight between Drago and Creed is made so much greater since you know that both of their motivations for fighting, and we learn this throughout the course of the film. We learn it when Creed is beaten by Drago, even though it wasn't an official win. Then he has to fight him because fighting is just who he is, and just like Bianca is the singer and can't deny who she is. And I felt like I really understood this character more than I did in the first film. Where in the first film, his motivations was he wanted to prove that he wasn't a mistake because he is the illegitimate son of Apollo Creed who never knew he had another son. He he has to go the distance so he can put all of this behind him. He has to fight for his own legacy, not his father's. Now, Drago is fighting so that his mommy will love him. And she is a straight-up terrible person in this film. Like, wow. And she's played by the same woman who played uh, Victor Drago's uh, girlfriend in the first film, uh, who is also Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife. So, kind of awkward in both realms, but it was really cool that they brought the same actress back. But... Damn, she is just cold hearted and just does not care for her own child, which I was like, oh my god, that's, it made me really feel for these two characters who you spend half the movie just disliking. Just, damn. Damn. Donnie perseveres in this fight and is able to withstand Drago and even beat him in an awesome third fight between the two characters where they're just going round for round, training blows, and each round going to the other person. Now, after Donnie wins, well, he doesn't win exactly. Drago just won't give up, even when his mother leaves the fight in shame. This mirrors Apollo and Ivan's fight in the fourth film. And now it's actually Ivan who wants his son to stop before he's even seriously hurt or even dies. Because he knows how this fight will end if someone doesn't give up. And then he throws in the towel for his son. Which I was not expecting, but... It made him really understand, and he goes in and he embraces his son like a father should, showing his son the love he's always wanted. And I cried when I saw this, and if you don't cry, you're as cold as a Siberian winter. Donnie wants to fight this time because he's listening to those supporting him, unlike in his first fight with Drago in the middle of the film. He let his fear and his anger rule him. Now, he lets the love and support from Rocky, Bianca, and his mother, even, who's gone through this exact same thing, and even embraces his newfound fatherhood, and it fuels him, giving him a greater reason to fight and to win. It's also just such an awesome moment when Creed comes out walking into the ring while Bianca sings his entrance song, Which is what I literally thought they should have done in the second fight or the the first fight between Drago and Donnie. And that's how I could tell, like, in their first fight he wasn't going to win. Because, narratively speaking, that would have been less satisfying. But it's also how I could tell he was going to win this fight. Because that showed he had the absolute support from those who mattered. And that's ultimately why he won, and why Drago lost. Which, that's a pretty powerful thing to end on. Now the movie ends on with Donnie, Rocky, and even Drago embracing their roles as fathers. Donnie visits his father's grave for the first time, and he tells his father that he didn't win and fight before him. He's building a legacy of his own. And he does all this while embracing his daughter's deafness, which was a real concern, and they found out. But he accepts that, and he knows that he's going to love his child no matter what. Which you would think, yeah, of course, but you get to see the emotional roller coaster that is having a child. Rocky finally visits his son, who's played by the same actor from the 6th movie, who's also uh, Jack from This Is Us. And he meets his grandson for the first time, and his son invites him into his home, signaling that he's ready to make up for lost time. And this also made me cry, because I am a man with feelings, damn it. And even Drago is seen training with his son rather than training him from, like, a car, like, driving him. Signifying that he is growing closer to him. This movie made me cry and laugh. And it will make you feeling like a you went through this victory with him. In your heart. Which is why this makes it my favorite film of the year. And possibly one of the best films of the year. So that's my review on Creed 2. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please leave comments messages however you can let me know what your thoughts on this film is because i want to make this a conversation so i'm going to end the review there and i will see you next time